Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. We're back. We made it. Outer space. Yeah, um, I forget what you posted. What did you say? I said technical difficulties because it was technically a difficulty. (laughs) Yeah, my brain just didn't work, guys, that whole week. So was it, did I text you? Yeah, the Thursday morning. Yeah, it was the Thursday morning. Yeah, and we usually record on Thursdays. And Stuart goes, um, we were trying to plan for that night, like dinner and stuff. And then I was like, oh, I can put like Riv to bed because we switch every other night. Um, Who puts him to bed? And then he's like, oh, well, no, I am because you're recording. And I'm like, no, we recorded like last week. And he's like, no. And I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, get the fuck out of here. So I text Holly. I was like, I don't have anything. <laughs> I legit all week was like, we like put out an episode on Monday. And it ended up working out not. perfectly because I needed that night off. Yeah. I was suffering. <laughs> so it worked perfectly. And it was technically a difficulty. Yeah. Therefore technical difficulties (laughs) thinking for me is very difficult so it is Mm -hmm. it is sometimes it just is hard you know so thanks for being patient um we made it we're back you guys should know us by now like we're we're what's the word flaky flaky flop yo i don't get paid for this i do what i want (laughs) (laughs) amen (laughs) um i've got no exciting life updates for the last couple weeks the only update i have is to tell holly to stop hitting her microphone Oh my god, sorry. Maybe I should switch back to my regular headphones. Because every time you do I, it, I, I can't hear what you say. So I'm like, I have no I idea. I talk with my say. hands so much. I, maybe I'll just sit on my hands. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't. a couple weeks. I mean, it's the long weekend now, kind of. It's yeah. weird having the, the Friday off and not the Monday, but... I swear when we were younger, we had both. I don't we know did, if that's just school. Uh, I think it might be just school, but... Um, we did for a while, and then they gave out family day, and they got rid of the Monday. Oh. Because, I, like, I swore we had both. And then, like, why even call it Easter Monday then? Why not just say, fuck you, go to work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> also, like, I don't even celebrate Easter, so I'm just, like, really pumped it's a long weekend. Oh, yeah, we're not doing anything this year. I'm low-key very excited to do nothing. We're going to get tattooed on the Saturday, and then that's it. Yeah. Like, we usually do a couple things with Carl's family and... Not a thing. Nothing. Nothing. My parents are doing dinner. Um, it's more just an excuse to... Like, we don't celebrate anything. It's just an excuse to have dinner. Emma likes Easter because yeah. she likes, like, painting eggs and stuff. So we're doing stuff with Emma this weekend. But um, Emma pretty much just lives at my house now. So <laughs> my sister's always I love here. that. <laughs> I'm going to start bringing my work stuff there on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. You should. She was doing like a presentation today while I was in a meeting. It was so chaotic. <laughs> it was so funny. Yo, uh, so Carl started working from home with me on Thursdays and he had a meeting today and he was the host and I, he was shit talking me in his meeting. I was That's like, fucking right rude. here. <laughs> like, That's fucking rude. They, they were saying how like well prepared he was or something. So he, he literally logged on last night at like 9.30 p.m. to like put his presentation together and I was making fun of him. So he was telling them that I was making fun of him. I'm like, well, I'll still make fun of you. Because, like, who works at 930 at night? Not I. Not I. I do not get paid at 930 at night. So I do not work at 930 Mm-mm. at night. Four o'clock at night? I'm done. You got to be, like, really special for me to, like, log back on. The only time I will work past, like, which I, I do kind of often. But it's just to, like, benefit me so I get stuff done. Same. It's yeah. It's not, like. I'm not doing it for anybody. Yeah, I'm doing it so I have, like, my sanity. (laughs) 
Yeah, I stayed a little bit late uh, last night to get stuff done so that I could do, like, low-key stuff at home today. Mm. So I was like, I'll do all the hard stuff. I left at, like, 4.30, which is not that late. Yeah. But I was like, I'll do all my hard stuff Wednesday, and then Thursday I'll do my easy stuff. And I did, and it was great. I had a great Thursday. <laughs> I was like, sure, he, like, lives at work. It's so annoying. He's, like, like doing emails at, like, 10 o'clock at night, and I'm like, I could not. Could not be could me. Not. I need to make a lot more money to be doing shit like that (laughs) straight up and also like my mindset is like we weren't built like the nine to five was built for when families could survive off one income yeah you know so oh man I the older I get the more I realize how fucked up it is that like we do this to ourselves like we have this whole big beautiful world that we could just be like frolicking naked in fields and we're like no 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 let's put on a suit and tie and go sit at a desk for eight hours instead like what I don't think any human should do that (laughs) like no no matter your gender and there's the whole like I think it's I think it's called the circadian rhythm where you're like you're supposed to like wake up with the sunrise go to bed with the sunset but we fight that every winter for our nine to five like we're not i'm not supposed to be up till noon okay yeah in the winter <laughs> when the sun comes up i should be getting out of bed totally and like yeah i'm like i'm not having an existential crisis i'm fine <laughs> and like we're all like especially women are expected to have like nine to five jobs or like eight hour jobs i should say and then come home make dinner clean the house and do everything else and i'm like yeah who has time like you should see my house i guys time? i haven't been feeling that great lately and um my house is a fucking disaster and Kylo, like, the only thing I've been doing is vacuuming because Kylo's losing her winter coat. Her, her shedding, yeah. Fucking nuts. But, like, the amount of laundry that is just folded sitting on my couch right now. Emma came back and she's, like, had it all on her desk. And she's, like, um, like, why is the clothes <laughs> on my desk? my desk? Back? I'm, like, can we just move it to the couch? <laughs> like, Let's I'm not Let's have a laundry folding party. We'll oh, come over. I'll come over and I'll help you fold. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Let's go buy a I won't do my own laundry, but I'll help you with yours. <laughs> it's great thank you i appreciate it so basically our update is we're both doing great (laughs) yeah we're both having like existential crisis basically and we're realizing how fucking fine terrible this society is and it sucks it's like 2020 all over again remember our like how psychotic our episodes were in 2020 so psychotic like we're getting back into that guys full circle baby yeah (laughs) Um, I guess we'll get into the episode now before we start crying on the podcast. Oh, do you see me like rubbing my eyes? I'm like, like tearing. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with a little update on the Murdoch case, which I'm sure many of you have seen by now because it's already been out in the news, but I'm talking about it anyways, because this is what I do. Um, so we knew that there was going to be more dirt coming up about this family mm-hmm. and more dirt, in fact, has come up. Um, So I'm going to start at the beginning of this story. So on July 8th, 2015, a young man named Stephen Smith was found dead on a road uh, not too far away from the Murdoch home where Maggie and Paul were murdered. Um, His death was ruled a hit and run, but his family has been adamant that there is more to the story. His mother, Susan, believes her son was murdered in a hate crime because he was gay. Um, Her suspicion arose when the investigation revealed that there was no evidence of vehicle debris, skid marks, or injuries consistent with someone being hit by a car. To top it off, there was more than one report of a head wound resembling a gunshot wound. Um, So a report written by South Carolina Highway Patrol investigators on the scene obtained by the Daily Mail said, quote, the shoes were loosely tied and both were still on. After consulting with MAIT, we see no evidence to suggest the victim was struck by a vehicle. 
Um, A second report was signed by two deputies from Hampton County Sheriff's Office. Uh, This report stated, quote, I spotted a person laying in the middle of Sandy Run. The person was a white young male with a severe head wound. After inspecting the body, it appears the victim had been shot. Uh, A third report. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Excuse me. Uh, A third report by an unnamed officer states that um, after initially being advised of a, quote, possible hit and run fatality, he arrived on the scene to be told by Hampton County Coroner Ernie Washington that it was a homicide. So three different reports now. Uh, This last report reads, quote, he pointed out the wound to be a gunshot wound and showed me the entry point. Assistant Coroner Kelly Green then began to show me the photographs they took, again pointing to the entry point to the head and also a defensive wound to the hand. Um, So very obviously foul play, but the official autopsy report provided by MUSC Health University Medical Center listed the cause of death as undetermined. And it was ruled a hit and run. I was going to say, how did um, they determine it was a hit and run if there's a fucking gunshot wound in his head? <laughs> because we're in Murdoch County. <laughs> True. True. Um, after Stephen's death, rumors started swirling about an alleged relationship between Stephen and none other than Buster Murdoch, uh, the son that Alex did not murder. The rumors were reignited in documentaries on both Netflix and HBO um, pen- like after the case blew up um police reopened the investigation into steven's death in june 2021 following information uncovered during the investigation into the deaths of maggie and paul they have not revealed the link between the murdoffs and the uh, suspicious death or even acknowledge it exists but the case has been reopened nonetheless um on monday march 20th buster released a statement denying the quote vicious rumors that he was involved in smith's death and said he wanted privacy to quote grieve over the brutal mother <laughs> take two grieve over the brutal murders of my mother and brother um that same day steven's mom sandy announced that she had raised over sixty thousand dollars on gofundme uh, which allowed her to hire a legal team and launch their own private investigation into her son's death um which i think is very smart in murdoff county to get your own private investigator team because the system's a little bit corrupt down there yeah a little um bit. so they uh oh they have exhumed Stephen's body at this point, but when I wrote this, they hadn't yet. Um, so they did perform an independent autopsy. Um, so uh, nothing has been released yet, but yesterday, April 5th, the private forensic expert, Dr. Kenneth Kinsey, gave an update saying, quote, it was a success. They say they did collect evidence. So there was something new discovered during the autopsy, and I guess we'll see what comes of this in the next couple months. I mean, wild if it's like um, a bullet. <laughs> i'm guessing it's got to be something like like that or maybe and like maybe the skull has a hole in it Mm. or something along those lines but um i was i was reading the article and apparently it's really rare to have like uh an exhumed body still have evidence yeah so the fact that they found something is like amazing um so they they haven't revealed what that something is but i hope they do soon because i'm very invested in this now yeah so yeah uh, we knew buster was sketchy and sketchy he was just like um, his dad, I guess. That whole family is so fucked. It, I still have a hard time believing it's real. Um, so for the actual episode, I do have an actual episode. Um, I wanted to do something that had a, quote, happy ending. Uh, because writing about murder all the time gets kind of dark. I was like, that So exists. today we're going to be... <laughs> it does, kind of. It's like, it's not a happy case by any means, but like it ended well, I guess. Um, so we're going to be talking about Sean Hornbeck. 
Um, on October 6, 2002, 11-year-old Sean Horbeck, Hornbeck Aww, headed out on his bike to hang out with his friends. Uh, he never made it to the house, however. Sean was knocked off his bike by a white truck. The driver immediately hopped out to help him, but the tone changed when he told Sean that he was, quote, just at the wrong place at the wrong time. The man scooped him up and threw him into the truck. Sean had been reported missing, but the days dragged on without any updates. His parents, Pam Ackers and stepdad Craig Ackers, uh, put all of their time and energy into bringing their son home. They drained their retirement savings, hiring private investigators and funding searches. Um, They eventually set up a foundation called the Sean Hornbeck Foundation to help uh, other missing children cases in the area, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think is amazing. Um, So (laughs) funny little fact here. Do you remember the Montel Williams show? Yes. Do you remember Sylvia Brown, the psychic? Oh my god, yeah. She had like the smoker's what, voice like a deep and memory that is, yeah. Right? When I was reading this, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um so Pam and Craig, Sean's parents, went to the show to bring awareness to the case, and uh Sylvia the psychic gave them the devastating news that Sean was no longer alive. Oh, um, this is when on- she was wrong, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll cut that part you out that? so we don't ruin that. But yeah, that's okay. <laughs> No, it's okay. I don't um, remember the case, but I remember like something about it where, she, or maybe it was a girl. I don't remember. It was something they they kind of called her out on it. <laughs> yeah. So she um she told them in front of the live studio audience and on TV that their son was no longer uh, with them on January eighth, two thousand and seven. Almost five years after Sean's disappearance, another boy was abducted. Thirteen-year-old Ben owned. Ownby was standing at a bus stop near his house when a white truck pulled up and the driver jumped out and grabbed him. This time, though, there was a witness. Uh, Ben's neighbor watched the kidnapping happen from his window and reported it to the police. Uh, The neighbor was able to give a description of the truck and the FBI hopped on the case. It didn't take them long to connect the truck to its owner, 43-year-old Michael Devlin. Um, FBI agents visited Michael at his home and they noticed he seemed mighty nervous. He kept telling them that he had to tend to his godson, Sean. The agents started uh-huh. to piece things together and How realized that How long was Sean gone for again? By this at this point, I think it's six years. Almost oh, six fuck. years. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they started to piece together and realized that his godson was actually the missing boy from years ago, Sean Hornbeck. Uh, the FBI raided his apartment and found Sean and Ben inside casually playing video games. Uh, later that night, the boys were reunited with their families, and Franklin County Sheriff Glenn Tolkey announced to the public that the boys were found alive. Their story would go on to be called the Missouri Miracle. Um, the boys had a lot of healing to do, both uh, reported being physically and sexually abused by Michael Devlin. Um, Sean went on to do a bunch of TV and news interviews following his rescue. And in uh, one interview with CBS News, he said, quote, from day one, he had the gun. He had the power. I was powerless. There's nothing I could physically do. There wasn't a day when I didn't think that he'd just kill me. Um, so that's six years he was living with that. Um, that's insane. That's so Michael sad. Devlin was charged with 80 counts of sexual assault, kidnapping, and attempted murder. He pled guilty to all accounts and was sentenced to 72 life terms. His sentence totals about 4,000 years. <laughs> Good. Fuck you. So, like, he ain't never getting out. Yeah. Um, he was attacked while he was in prison by an inmate using an ice pick, but unfortunately he survived and had to be moved to a higher security prison. I love that. Unfortunately, prison. he survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they ended up moving him. Um, I believe he's still alive to this day. Um, 
So Sean and Ben both went on to have families and to try to live their lives as normally as they could. In 2013, they had to close down the Sean Hornbeck Foundation due to lack of funds. Uh, But members of the organization helped to fund the Missouri Missouri Valley Search and Rescue Team to continue their mission of bringing abducted children home. Um, So there's a there's another fun little connection uh, with this case. Um, Do you remember Michelle McNamara? We've spoken about her before. Mm -hmm. She was the true crime writer slash investigator who helped lead the investigation into the Golden State Killer. Yep. Um, So back in 2008, Michelle had heard of Ben's kidnapping, Ben's kidnapping. So the second boy that got kidnapped and decided to look into it herself. She found several connections between the two boys and was actually able to pinpoint on a map where she thought they were being held captive based on her findings. Um, So I'm guessing she like triangulated the area or whatever they call it. Um, She published a blog on her findings and she was pretty much bang on. Literally the day after her blog post went live was the day that the FBI showed up at Michael's home and the rest, as they say, was history. So she was like this close uh, about her blog. Yeah. I, the way this was written, I don't think so, but I I can't say for sure. Um, The way it was written, it was like she, like she almost beat them to it kind of thing. Yeah. That's amazing. So she was fucking really great at what she did. Um, so that like the main theory here is that uh, uh, Sean, the first boy, had started to age out, for lack of a better term, and Michael no longer found him useful because he was getting older. So he went and kidnapped Ben because Ben was younger. It was uh, I think he was fifteen at the time that he was kidnapped, and uh, she she kind of like based her findings on that. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, oh, he's getting bored. He might get you know riskier with his next moves and all that stuff so yeah she's a she's a fascinating lady jesus christ that's amazing i'm so happy they were found but like the fucking they were found they were alive they did good work with their foundation they went on and had families it's a happy ending i was gonna say it's actually a happy end and that like that's why i love like we have like those air tags like river is gonna have one in his pocket i don't care how fucking crazy that is the world <laughs> is nuts guys the world is fucked the fuck. i like, don't Ky- even blame you for that yeah. Listen, people one. put it in their luggage and that's like not even really valuable at the end of the day if yeah, you want to put a f- one on your kid by all means yeah just like hold it in your pocket or something you know just clip it, it to like his chain. sweater every day or something yeah i want to know where you are at all i like times, it because Oh, what did what did Carl say? Don't become a helicopter mom, and I'm like, whatever, dude. <laughs> this is me being a helicopter mom, protecting my child. No, heli- I don't think that's a helicopter mom. Helicopter mom's like, you don't let your kid breathe, you know? Oh, fair. Yeah, no, you're letting let him, him breathe. He's he's running around. You just know where he is. <laughs> oh fuck, totally. Jesus, he's chaotic now. <laughs> <laughs> he's so much fun though. <laughs> he is, but that's just like the world is so fucking terrifying. Like, I would oh, even, I like, 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 I would, like, I want an air tag. I want people to know where the fuck I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The scariest thing happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, this reminded me of it. Uh, my little sister's friend randomly sent her her location. Like, you know how on iPhone you yeah. could send location? And Riley's like, are you okay? Didn't answer. She's like, do you, do you need me? Like, are you telling me where you are for a reason? Didn't answer. Like, hours went by. She wasn't answering. So Riley calls me, like, freaking out. She's like, I think Ashley got kidnapped. She's like, she just sent me her location now. She's not answering me. And I'm like, holy fuck. Show up at the location. Out. 
She, it was like, oh my God, it was in like the middle of nowhere. Like it was literally the middle what? of nowhere. It was horrifying. Turns out she was just, it was just like a butt dial. She was out for a drive with her other friend. Oh my and God. And it was just like a butt dial. And she's like, oh, sorry, my phone wasn't in my hand. That- the, I was this close to calling 911. Literally. That's terrifying. I would have like drove an out there too and been like, where the fuck is she? <laughs> where are you at? Yeah. It was, I want to say it was like like north markham or something it was like literally nothing around like oh god it's such a crazy area too so oh there you go there's something exciting that happened in the last couple weeks <laughs> heart attack inducing literally yeah well there you go you get a twofer from me this week kind of that was really good i like it here for it. I so like apparently we're not getting spooky we're getting we're it's, getting weird it's yeah it's kind of i just found it interesting and then if you guys don't like it it's just too damn bad um, <laughs> Um, so we're going to talk about, <laughs> it's just too damn bad. Um, we're going to talk about the SS Bay Shimo. Um, so it's basically like the unsinkable ghost ship. It's wild. A um, ghost ship? A ghost ship. So it's like kind of spooky, but like there's no like physical ghost, but like we'll get into okay. it. Um, so this ship was launched in 1914 in Sweden. It had a, Sw- a Swedish name and it's called like Angerman Elfin. And I'm sure that's, like, pronounced extremely wrong and extremely, like, it's way different. You did your best. But the way it's written basically says anger man elf. So it's, like, an angry elf, and that's what I'm going to call it. Um, I love it. So the ship was built for a German company and was located in Hamburg and was used as, like, just, like, a trading vessel throughout the Baltic Sea. Um, when World War One began, obviously, the trading vessel was no longer a thing at that point. Um, but the ship was... Um, uh, ceded to the British uh, government, so it was like basically like, given to them um, by mm-hmm. Germany due to the war. So it was like reparations, like to Britain, because Germany was fucking twats. Um, <laughs> the ship was. I a- would love to see you teach a history class. <laughs> That'd be fucking terrible. This guy was a twat. <laughs> this motherfucker over here. <laughs> um, our history teacher would be so disappointed right now. Um, <laughs> Uh, the ship was acquired by the Hudson Bay Company in 1921, and the company renamed the ship uh, Bay Shimo. Uh, the ship was then again used throughout, like, North Atlantic between, like, Britain and Canada for, like, trades. Um, in 1923, the ship was given a new route in the Arctic. Um, it would travel between Vancouver and then the companies, like, the Hudson Bay Company's various posts along, like, the Yukon and, like, Northwest Territory. So it was in, like, the Western, like, um, mm-hmm. the Western, like, Arctic. Uh, the ship was pretty much, again, only used for trade. So the ship wasn't legally allowed to carry, like, passengers, um, like like a Titanic would or anything like that. Yeah. So basically, it was just the crew. But they did let passengers on. But, like, to be a passenger, you kind of had to, like, help out around. So, like, basically yeah. work to be able to have, be a passenger. So, like, the boat wouldn't get fined. Um, in September of 1931, she was uh, continuing on her route in the Western Arctic um, when the ship hit a blizzard near Point Barrow, which is like near Alaska or like in Alaska. Um, the ship ended up trapped in like a pack of ice and the crew were like, fuck it, because like they couldn't get her out. So they got off. Um, they stayed. I know they stayed as long as they could, but they couldn't keep like her like the ship heated enough. And they're like in a fucking yeah. snowy ass place. Um, so wait, did they just hop off? They just yeah. There's pictures too. It's wild. Dipped? Yeah, they, just they dipped. walked away. Like where did they go? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it. They all survived though, so that's good. 
Um, wow. So they ended up leaving the ship and setting up near the town of Barrow. Um, so they were like about like 70 kilometers away. Uh, they were there for a few months um, before they could get like a plane up there to like get them. Um, uh, and the men would go back and forth between like like the months of October, November back to the ship just to clear the ice away from the ship's like rudder and like other important parts. So it wasn't like completely destroyed. Um, on November 24th of the same year. So it's been about two months. Uh, they were hit with another blizzard. Once that cleared up, some men returned to the ship, but the ship was gone. Uh, they assumed the ship sunk, especially like after that storm. Uh, a hunter had actually seen the ship about another 70 kilometers away where their camp was um just in like the other area so the crew traveled to the ship and uh, they found her um and they decided um she probably wasn't going to survive the winter because they couldn't get her out or anything like Mm -hmm. that and it's like november um so they took what they could off of her and they're like they basically left the ship to sink uh when the crew got back to vancouver the ship was written off and the stuff they didn't salvage was just deemed a loss however the ship was then spotted 480 kilometers to the east of barrow where she was um uh last seen at that point uh Mm -hmm. a year later the ship was seen floating near the shore in alaska so the ship they thought sunk was just like floating around the Arctic with no fuel just casually and apparently like no one on board and not getting stuck. Like, so she got like stuck and unstuck and they said she would never be able to get unstuck. And like, she's stuck, like she's just going to sink. And she did it. And then she's like sitting there just floating around the fucking Arctic. Um, apparently over the years there were crews that tried to board her, but the, like, like her boat, but like couldn't. Uh, there was one group that did actually board her in 1933 and they got trapped on the ship for 10 days because of a storm. <laughs> they got off of the ship thinking she was cursed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so they, she got left abandoned again. She was spotted in 1935 and again in 1939. Why do I feel bad for a boat right now? <laughs> right? Like so lonely. In 1939 was the last recording of someone boarding the ship and obviously they didn't do it successfully. Um, she was then seen again in 19, um, the same year, but you know, towards the end of year, 1939. And then again in 1962. So she, that's this, a long gap, very long gap. So this all started in 1931. So it's that's been like 30 years. Yeah. Then in 1969. So exactly 38 years later, after Holy they said shit. she was going to sink. Yeah. Um, she was found trapped in the ice in Beaufort sea between point Barrow and icy Cape. So, again, near the Alaskan coast. Uh, This was apparently the last reported sighting of the ship. In 2006, the Alaskan government started up a project to find the Beishimo along with other ships, but but so far nothing has been found. Beishimo is the longest floating ghost ship in the world. So, she's like unmanned, (laughs) no fuel. Why is there multiple floating ghost ships? (laughs) Right? Why is there a list? Isn't that fucking wild? It just, it's so baffling to me. Because then, have you seen the movie Ghost Ship? no oh it's fucking creepy so basically it's kind of the same story this cruise ship just got like abandoned and then it will be seen like floating in like the the waters and like this one group like boards it and it's actually like a ghost ship like there's actually a lot of dead people on it so people have this theory that like this ship was like cursed and there's actually like ghosts like just sailing around just manning the ship on this like trading post boat do you think they're like ghosts that were like previously lost at sea and they were just like aha boat and fuck yeah they're probably like pirates like this is way better than my like wooden boat (laughs) (laughs) um but so the last time she was seen was in 1969 um 
So thir- that was 38 years after she was apparently like stuck That's forever. Wild. Yeah. Um, they do believe she's sunk now, but like the fact that it's like unmanned for that long like that's like the longest floating ship that anyone that's ever been recorded like usually if it's unmanned it'll last maybe a year or two and then it's gone like it's it's but it didn't like like hit land or like you know what i mean like it didn't no i don't know how boats work okay i'm gonna be honest but i'm just picturing like hypothetically if a boat is just floating at sea unmanned it'll eventually like wash up on shore or something you know what i mean like and it didn't. And it's getting stuck in the ice and getting out of the ice and that's suspicious. That's do you know be even creepier if it like just showed up again? Dude, and like like now? Yeah. That would be so wild. It'd be so it fucking just circling creepy. this whole time. Yeah. The the ocean is so scary, man. Like it's uh, Oh my it's god, so what if it's like water that, like, aliens? Sh- <laughs> water aliens driving the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ghost pirates better, to be honest. <laughs> You're like, because water aliens probably exist. <laughs> they do. They definitely do. We know this. Yeah, they do. That's fucking, that's wild. Yeah. I did something a bit different this week because I thought it was like just so fascinating. And it's like, it technically is a ghost ship. Like, it's just floating around. It's a around. ghost ship. Yeah. But until that's they find wild. it like on the bottom of that, that ocean, they're, it's. I believe she's still out there. Yeah. I mean, technically she would be either. She's under, under the sea or floating. Yeah. But that's fucking wild. Man, I hope they do see her again someday. That would be yeah. fucking bananas. And the fact that people, like, tried to board her and couldn't. Like, there was multiple attempts and they would, like, go to board her and she would kind of just, like, float too fast away. It's like she had a little Kick mind of her out, own. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking crazy, Sounds man. mighty haunted to me. Right? Well, that was fun. That was really fun. That was different. I liked that one. Yeah. Yeah, I was not okay, into paranormal the, this week. The timeline blew me, blew my mind away though. When you said the '60s, I was like, "Hold, hold the fuck up!" Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Thirty-eight fucking years. The ship was left unabandoned and uh, unabandoned. Like that made a lot of sense, Danielle. Abandoned. <laughs> it's past our bedtime. It's way past our bedtime. Um, yeah, and then just like floating around, like no fuel, like not broken down it they it's recorded twice that it hit ice got stuck in the ice and it's lived through blizzards and didn't sink yeah, yeah that's fucking bananas that was yeah. a good one right i like this week this week was good this week was just fun i liked it it was a little short i'm just looking at the time but like fuck it i don't even know it. what the time is on mine it doesn't tell we're, me we're hitting we're, we're just about to hit 30 minutes oh fuck it whatever guys that's long enough right <laughs> it's a long weekend give us a break but yeah, that was that was fun. I liked that episode. Yeah. Um, be our friend. <laughs> uh, Instagram is a spooky hour podcast. The Twitter is at spooky hour, and the email is the spooky hour podcast six 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 at gmail If you haven't sent us spooky tales, do so because we should plan one. That'd we be should. fun. Yeah. They're probably like this That's will it. never happen because these girls are not trustworthy, and on that's a totally fair. <laughs> Assumption. Hey, we put out like like what four spooky tales so far? No, three. I don't know. Enough, enough. That's like one a year. I think we're doing all right. <laughs> Have we been doing this for four years? Three. Years? We started January twenty twenty. Did we actually? Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. Because it was right before the pandemic hit. I right. actually have a picture of you passing me my microphone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when yeah. I came to pick it up, because remember we were recording at your place. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, the pandemic hit, and we had to figure out how to record like this. And how then, honestly, this just works. <laughs> like, <laughs> How has it already been three years? Um, time flies when you're living through fucking 
world crisis is. <laughs> yeah, time flies when you're not having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wild. Oh, uh, it's we're fine, guys. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> So we hope you guys are fine too. <laughs> we hope you had a lovely long weekend. It's it's Monday now. I realize we were talking about the long weekend and it's Monday, but oh, yeah. uh, enjoy your week. We yes. missed you. We hope you like this episode. We'll try to be more positive next week, but for now, no, no, <laughs> no. Stay spooky, friends. Stay spooky. Bye, bye. bye.